have a good morning, grand rising. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Praise be to Allah. You guys, thank you all for joining me for another episode of Wonderful Wednesdays. Want to get that out the way? Guess what, y'all? I feel like I'm getting my life in order. I'm recording early this morning. It's currently around a nine something in the morning. About to get into my schoolwork. Got some housework done. I'm on a ball today, y'all. So, you guys, this is the second week, meaning this is phenomenal people week. I'm excited. I told y'all last week that I had somebody that I wanted to talk about today, and we're going to get right into her. I have two women today. Two women today. But we're going to get right into them after we do just a few updates. So... Um, the most exciting thing that's currently happening with me, um, I mentioned, I believe I did, I believe I I said something about my decision to be anchored, right? And I was like, I've, I've been watching Pastor Todd and I've been following the anchors. And when I tell you the blessings that have come from deciding to be anchored, Okay, John 15, 7 says, If ye abide in me, this is reading from the Sefer. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. When I tell you that right there ain't nothing but the truth, it's to the point now, it's like I've noticed over the last few days or so, it's like, I don't even, I don't even ask. It's kind of like a thought or wonder. Like, hmm, I wonder if I could get this, this, this. I wonder if that. And bam, <laughs> when I tell you the blessings have been poured in and all I can say is to God be the glory. For me, the biggest thing about it is to feel a connection to him like I've never had before. That was the goal. And to actually experience it is is blowing my mind. And I'm thinking like, I thought I was having fun. I thought I was good. I thought everything was all right then, now. And I'm like, I just want to experience him more. I just, I want to experience him more. Another thing that I have, um, another thing that I, that I can, well okay well not led to say that yet so i'm gonna move on so um i'm excited about our phenomenal people so i do want to dive right into that now next month i already got our line um ah i already have our phenomenal people for next month lined out and um I'm excited about that too. So we're going to, Lord willing, you know, if all work out, we're going to have the pioneers, the, the, the people who put together the love movement. Have you ever attended any of the love movement events in Richmond? Um, we had one last Saturday for 9-11. And when I tell you I had a ball, I worked all day but i had a ball and it's a blessing don't get me wrong it's a blessing god is so good so i had my clients um it wasn't it was sunday i'm sorry it was sunday i had my clients that morning and then i had the event that evening and 
when I say I didn't eat or drink anything until after 9 p.m., but I'm like, well, thank God I wasn't even hungry that day because I don't know how I would have gotten through it if it had been one of my hunger days. I don't know how I would have done it, but God is sufficient and he made sure I got through it. And it was a blessing. I mean, I met so many beautiful people, but the energy about the thing I've noticed with this pop-up and every other pop-up or event that I've done, the love movement, the energy there is just different. The people are just a little bit different. And it's exciting because you know one love and everything that I do is based on love. And in fact, and in fact, this is another reason why it means so much to me. And now I'm going to read um, John 15 and 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in love. That is the word. Verse 12. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. So again, I'm I'm big on, on love. You know, especially in a world that is so against it. It's just so against it. And in this society, in this world, as the scriptures say, don't get me wrong, no need to fret. I understand it is what it is. But it also allows me to completely and directly acknowledge. And it, it makes it stand out when you do encounter an event that's based on such positive energy. You know, giving back, pouring into someone else. And I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm very grateful. I was able to support another vendor in a you know decent way in a way that I thought was pretty good. I'm frugal, so it might not have been the best, but hey, it was more than I would have been able to do otherwise. And pretty much the, I don't know, I've actually done some pop-ups where I've given everything that I earned that day away. <laughs> but I, you know, I was able to, to do pretty good and I was happy to support the sister. The thing I didn't do this time that I didn't get a chance to do was go around and take pictures and get business cards. Um, so we're going to do the Black Business Boost on the next episode. Let me go ahead and um, make a quick, just a quick note of that. So I like to do the Black Business Boost as often as I can. Um, I, I didn't I don't have the cards with me I only had like two so I want to try to get as many of them as I can of the vendors that were there so that we can do a nice good black business boost um and again the beautiful beautiful merchandise I know the the lady that I bought the shirts from I, I wore one yesterday it was very beautiful and it support us as black people I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. I love it I know we had Kimmy Cakes, we had some paparazzi. The lady that did paparazzi was so sweet. Oh my goodness. And I wanted to get a chance to look at her jewelry, but I worked the whole day on night. Not complaining, not complaining, just saying. So you guys, I'm excited about next month's Phenomenal People because we're going to have the, um, like I said, Lord willing, we're going to have Tori and his partner to talk about, like I have so many questions and I'm so intrigued. So I'm excited. I'm excited. And I hope you guys join me for next month, which will be the second month in September. God willing. <laughs> All goes well. So you guys are phenomenal people for this week is none other than the first one is Miss Donna. 
Oh my goodness. I met Miss Donna at the AMTA convention and I have, I still got pictures. I'm going to eventually post the things and the videos. Some of the, I take pictures and I don't even share them, but I'll probably get it out there. But Miss Donna, I met her at the convention and I was just blown away. Like I saw her, the back of her head, when we was in class. I was like, huh? Like it's just like drawn to it, like, oh my goodness. And then we had an incident in class where the conversation went like completely left. And I just saw her put her head down, shake her head, and I was like, wow, that's funny. I pretty much had the same response with some of the things that the people were saying. But I was like, well, well, who, you know, people got the right to think. It doesn't matter how wrong they are. So after class, I went up to her and I just, I, I, I just, just asked her if I took a picture with her and stalked her the whole time. And then we got really close. And I was just amazed by her because she's 78, man. She traveled alone. In the second day of the convention, her mom passed. And so you guys are my prayer warriors. Please keep her and your family in your prayers. She handled it well, but I could I could tell she was hurting. And although she knew there's, there's never gonna be, I don't believe anyway, if you love your mom, you can never lose her and not feel some type of way. And I told her that when she told me about her mom passed that morning, and I was like, oh my goodness, I was just sitting up here crying because it was the 10 months and 10 month anniversary of my mama being gone. And I said, I wonder did my mom welcome your mom into heaven? You know, like it was just, just beautiful. Um, Miss Donna. And it's so funny because she is so strong. And she that's why, like she reminded me of my mom. Uh, we on the escalators, right? And she's walking up the escalators. And then everybody just started walking up the escalators. <laughs> they just following her. It was like, wow. And like, I talked to her and just in the few conversations that we've had, although we've had some very long ones, but I learned so much from her. And that's the thing I look to grow and I look to learn. And this woman, her heart is so big. Like, wow, we are... In class, we have the hands-on where you're supposed to work on your partner, then switch off and your partner work on you. And I'm like, just get worked on. She's like, no, man. I'm like, hey, you gotta get worked on. She's like, you're right. I, I don't. And she, you know, she said it herself even before I encouraged her to. But she said that she was gonna make sure that she get worked on too. But it's like she's such a giver, such a giver. She was like, can I buy you? I'm like, no, you can't buy me um, anything. She insisted that she buy me lunch. I wanted to buy her lunch. She wouldn't take it. So I at least bought the drinks. We had these beautiful non-alcoholic, um, oh man, I don't remember what they were, but they were delicious. Oh my goodness. And I tried to get her a snack from downstairs at the little, I thought it was a Starbucks. They said it wasn't. They had Starbucks written on everything and everywhere. So I don't know what it was, but she wouldn't let me she would not let me get her anything and it's so cute because the cashier saw that i was trying to purchase some snacks and food for her and he was like oh it's taken care of and she was like huh he was like oh I, it's already done and i looked at him like thank you she won't let me do but thank you like i said you deserve for someone to pour into you and i'm i'm just amazed she's been a massage therapist for 37 years I would love to be able to say that. Now, I don't want to work 
for 37 years, but I want to be able to be a one and I want to be able to be a good one at that. She still tell me about how people, when she do, when she go to work and she does the thing, she still work. She still works. She's 78 and she still work. I'm amazed by this woman. To know her the little bit of time that I knew her, like it really touched me and I'm grateful for the experience. Um, oh my goodness. She, she went so the first day she wouldn't let me take her to her to her hotel. She's like, No, I'm gonna walk, it's okay, I'm gonna walk. I'm like, Well, I can drive you while you let me walk with you. She's like, No, you go ahead. And I was like, I was willing to walk with her and then go back to get my car. I wanted to, I, I really wanted to. She would not let me. The second day, it was raining. So I was like, you gonna let me take you home today? You let me take you to your room today? She's like, well, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. I really enjoyed her. Also, my prayer warriors, keep her in your prayers. Um, She was under the weather the last I talked to her. Um, she had been, um, uh, she tested positive for COVID, so keep her in your prayers. Keep her in your prayers. I know she's a strong woman and she's doing fine, but keep her in your prayers. Um, I talked to her a few days ago. She seemed to be okay, but I gotta text her again. So yeah, that's that's my first phenomenal woman. And again, like it just she reminded me of and there was so much opposition. I talked to her about being a therapist you know and in the early years and and things like that and just like so many other people that have overcome obstacles she has overcome many obstacles but still reached her goal and that's another way that she reminded me of my mom and i find it very encouraging today in today's society i don't know that we have enough examples and enough role models of people who are striving to reach their goals regardless of the opposition like still trusting god no matter how many times they hear no or stop or don't and just knowing that you have within yourself given by god the ability to reach those goals that doesn't mean it's going to be easy but i feel like so many times we forget in this, in this day in society that nothing worth having comes easy nothing except for a relationship with the Lord. I would say that's easy, but I guess it depends on the person because some people find it difficult, but I do feel like it's worth having. And it do, do take some work because as the scripture say, faith without works is dead. Anything that requires work means it's not going to be an easy road. It's not just going to fall in your lap. You have to put some effort into it. And in that sense, you appreciate it. You understand the ins and the outs and it just makes you overall a better person. So... I'm grateful for the ability, then the opportunity, opportunity to have met Miss Donna. And um, man, I could probably go on and on and on about her, but we're going to get into our next phenomenal person, which is Coretta Scott King. I know you all know her, just like most people in this book, but I still like to share because I find it informative as well as empowering and encouraging when we remember the people who have contributed to society in some way shape or form and this is the thing your situation what did i hear this recently oh on a prayer line with my sister um they were talking about how your situation your, your life your test 
is for your testimony but it's like sometimes you go through things that's not for you that's for the benefit of someone else and I feel like a lot of these people they have contributed something and you know they benefited us but there are also people who just had life experiences where they just strive to do something and that was for the benefit of someone else because it can encourage them to know that hey if they can do it I can do it if their blood is just as red as mine then what's the difference between them and me and again if they can do it I can do it and so can you that's the whole point encouragement like you can do it don't give up on your goals and when it get hard show that battle who has you whose hand you're in and that's your creator there is nothing that you can't accomplish I don't care what it requires you can do it and I want you to do it okay so I want to get into Miss Coretta Scott King like I said most of I know you know everybody know who she is that's right that's right however for those of you who may not and if there are any young listeners on um on the line if you may not be aware of Miss Coretta Scott King look her up and every other person that we have on the phenomenal people segment so her um she is known as the keeper of the flame from 19 she was born in 1927 and she passed January 30th 2006 at the time that this book was published of course she was still amongst us but um and in fact they don't have her actual birthday on here which is um she was born April 27th 1927 and she passed January 30th 2006 she was born in Marion, Alabama. Her quote is, I was and still am convinced that the women of the world, united without any regard for national or racial dimensions, can become a most powerful force for international peace and brotherhood. Listen. Yes. When I first read it, I was like, that's what I'm talking about. I strongly believe that as well. I, I do. If we unite, do you know how much will come together by our uniting? Just think about it. Think about it. Coretta Scott grew up the second of three children. So that means she was a middle child. Whoop, whoop. So a shout out to the middle kids. Us middle kids. Whoop, whoop. All right. Um, <laughs> Coretta Scott King grew up the second of three children in a fairly well-to-do family in Perry County, Alabama. Because her father was a successful landowner, he often had a lot of trouble with the local whites. So Coretta knew well what white resentment and bigotry were like. An excellent student, Coretta was also very interested in music. So with the help of a race relations scholarship, she went to Antioch College in Ohio. Intending to pursue a singing career, Coretta then won a fellowship at Boston's New England Conservatory of Music. She worked at a variety of menial jobs while she studied for her music degree. It was in Boston where she met a young minister from Alabama who was studying for his doctorate in philosophy and theology, Martin Luther King Jr. They were married in 1953. Little did Coretta know that um little did Coretta know then that her life would never be the same. 
It was two years after their marriage that Dr. King became involved in the Montgomery bus boycott. His actions at that time turned him into a prominent civil rights leader. He became the voice of the nonviolent, nonviolent civil rights movement and was held by 18 million African Americans as their key spokesperson. Throughout all of Martin's struggles as a civil rights leader, Coretta stood by his side supporting him. That takes a strong woman. Woo-hoo, Coretta. Even when their home was bombed, Coretta was strong. But never was she stronger than when Martin was assassinated on April 4th, 1968. The entire world mourned his death and it was up to Coretta to provide comfort. Mm. She continued to preach Martin's message for nonviolent social change, even while she held in her own grief and consoled their four children. See, oh my goodness. Since 1968, Coretta has continued to be, in, to be active as a human rights leader. She was president of the Martin Luther King Jr. Center for Nonviolent Social Change in Atlanta, Georgia. In 1984, she became chairperson of the Martin Luther King Jr. Federal Holiday Commission. Our girl, Coretta Scott King. Okay, so just like I call her Mama Donna. That's what that's she saved in my phone is Mama Donna. These are some incredibly courageous and strong women. And although we have change the dynamic unfortunately of what women are nowadays how we carry ourselves how we present ourselves how we treat ourselves as well as others that dynamic has that dynamic has changed however we haven't we haven't we don't we we do not have to follow um, the stigma. Like, we, we don't have to be what the world suggests that we be. Because we're still the same. It's still in us. I don't care what anyone says. It's not gone. It's, it's it didn't it didn't bleed out. It's 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 not so far away. And I feel like deep down inside we know that. And I know, I believe within myself. That deep down inside, they know that. Why why else would there be such a push to turn you into something different? Why 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 else would would there be such a push to encourage you to demean yourselves in such a way if you were already doing it, if that's naturally who you are, you need help with that. But we need help to not be who we are. We need we need help with that. Otherwise, you're still as beautifully strong, enormously courageous, and with the force of perseverance that you can get through anything with a modest and moderate, humble, yet enormous character. We can do that because that's who we are. And that's why I love doing the Phenomenal People segment because I feel like we need reminders. Like, I feel like <clears throat> so much wants to make us forget the beautiful dynamic of 
of character that we possess it's it's a part of us like that's who we are and ultimately in my strong belief the closer we get to the creator the easier it is to just be back there because the more you know him he teach you you and when you know you there's there's no going against you just like that song I was telling you about Jaira and that's part of the song like I know who I am you know who you are men and women you know who you are and the thing I love about what Coretta Scott King said when she said if the women unite and they can bring about a brotherhood they will listen if I'm wrong, prove me wrong. I feel like this. If 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 my belief, my strong theory that the energy that we put out, the man will follow, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. And in fact, if and listen, in my strong belief, I feel like it's proven even at the beginning of time. Because God told Adam not to eat the forbidden fruit. He didn't eat it. Eve told him to eat the forbidden fruit. He ate it. He wouldn't have eaten it. He hadn't eaten it until she gave it to him. So clearly he followed her lead. Doesn't that tell you something the same way I strongly believe? And again, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I strongly believe that if women had standards, that we would not accept certain things from men, that they had to be a king in order to approach us because we're not going to drop our crowns. We're not going to be queens and a queen would not accept a peasant. I strongly believe that if we did that, that's what they would go back to be because they're going to follow the lead. And the Lord allowed us to have this, this job, this responsibility. And it is what it is. I mean, we, I feel like we often do it wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. There's not the one answer to change the world or to, to make men have a different head, uh, uh, you know, opinion and a different way of life. But I do believe that it is a portion that can make a big difference if it's used in the right way. Please prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I would like the world to try it. And when it doesn't happen, you can prove me wrong. I want to, like, I, I wouldn't mind being wrong because it, at least you would have tried it. I can be wrong. I don't know everything. But I don't believe I'm wrong. And I don't believe that they, I'll just say they, I don't believe that they think anyone who has this mindset is wrong. And I believe that because they push a different agenda to me that's proof that they know we're right so with that being said um ladies young ladies older ladies queens i encourage you all of my sister stars i encourage you and again one love support is about the uniting, the support, the encouragement, the uplifting, the guiding of one another. Why not? How strong is a chain without any links? 
Is it a chain if the links are connected? But together we can be a mighty force and we can pull our lives together. We can help pull the life of our sister. We can help encourage our sons, our kings, our princes. We can build up princesses that become queens. You know, we can... I feel like if... I strongly believe that if we were to say, I'm accepting nothing but a man of God and a man of valor, daggone it, that's what they're going to do. So let's not accept anything less than that. What you think? What you think? Great day, beautiful people.